0: Hello there, and welcome to the Eurogamer newscast, and this week we're talking about PlayStation 6, which has hit the headlines this week rather unexpectedly as the latest development in the ongoing saga that is the Microsoft attempted takeover of Activision Blizzard. Talking about all of that and more this week, we've got the Eurogamer trusty news team. It's Ed Nightingale. Hello. Hello. Victoria Kennedy. Hello. Ishrac Subban. Hello. And I'm Tom Phillips. And this week, I did not expect PlayStation 6 to be in the headlines. <laughs> Was anyone? <laughs> it's announced. It's, it's official. Today. It's
1: coming. <laughs> Quite an early, early announcement, you know. Well, you know. It's
2: still People unavailable. People can't buy though. a PlayStation 5. <laughs> oh, we're already moving on. It's a fast-paced industry we are in.
0: Yeah. You just wait to hear how much it costs. Um, I, on, on some level, like the the, the news that Sony is going to do another cycle of PlayStation hardware is not that surprising. Or maybe it is. You know, some people thought streaming was the future. Uh, it depends on your internet speed, I suppose. But the uh, box that's coming, it's confirmed. Now we know there will be a PlayStation Six, um, and it is on its way. Interestingly, we know that it won't arrive before twenty twenty seven. And this detail comes out of the very interesting uh, and also very redacted document released Mm -hmm. this week by the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, um, which features arguments from both Microsoft and Sony as to why Microsoft should or shouldn't be allowed to buy Activision Blizzard. Uh, And why are we talking about PlayStation Six? It's because Sony said that by the time Uh, It expected to lose access to Call of Duty, and we'll go on to that in a moment because Microsoft has said otherwise on multiple occasions. But by the time that happened, it thought in 2027 it wouldn't have new hardware. But shortly afterwards, when the new hardware did arrive, after that date, um, it was arguing it would be launching its next-generation console machine without Call of Duty, and that would seriously impact it. It would leave it extremely vulnerable to consumer switching Basically, people buying an Xbox instead of a PlayStation Next Generation, and subsequent degradation in its competitiveness. Hmm. Uh, we were not the only ones to notice. Industry analyst Piers Harding Rolls also said, oh, PlayStation 6 in 2028. Um, and even more interestingly, Sony actually did reference a year that it expects to launch PlayStation 6. It is penciled in, but that was blanked out. One of the things that uh, <laughs> Sony would rather not allow uh, to become public. Um, There was a lot actually in these documents um, beyond the mention of next generation hardware that was sort of a surprise to see companies talking about, um, which we'll also get onto. But uh, Ed, let's start with you. Um, This 2027 date, PlayStation 6, does that sort of fit into the timeline, the past life cycles that we've seen sony and microsoft follow for their consoles today Is 2027 actually a surprise um
1: yes and no i feel like console generations are becoming longer um and also there's a lot more crossover these days you know people are still buying ps4s playing ps4s um there's uh you know still releases on them so there's a lot more crossover um and as much as you know yes we have this this date now um will they stick to that will that be a crossover will ps5 still be supported you know five years after that um so it it seems about right that they would be planning for that time but the way that generations are going i think that that's going to be a very very blurred line
0: Mm. i mean we're two years into playstation 5 right now and it's a very sort of blurred transition isn't it Mm. Exactly,
1: and they're barely available. So surely they're going to want to keep selling them for for a while longer before they release a new console.
0: Yeah, God of War just came out, still on PlayStation Four as well as PlayStation Five. If you can even get a PlayStation Five to play on.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So when Um, do you think then? Because what this is throwing up for me then is kind of what Ed was saying: is when they would actually stop support for the PlayStation Four. Like, do you think that this means that God of War is possibly the last cross? generation release or
2: big release i think it's difficult to say because there's still a a massive amount of playstation falls out there and it's really hard for them to like wean off that um i do think this will be the last quarter for i I think in terms of playstation exclusives i don't think any more that are in development will be catered towards the ps4 um but in terms of multi-platform games i mean i expect the next call of duty to still be on ps4 probably um bunch of other games simply because there's so many playstation 4s and there's people still can't get playstation 5s um but also in terms of the console development cycle i i think it'll be beyond twenty twenty seven. i think because just because of how difficult it's been to get a console this generation um i think it's going to be the longest console cycle we've seen for a while um i think seven to eight years is like kind of what we expect i think the the gap between the three hundred and sixty PS three generation and the PS four PS three was about eight years, and um, the difference between the PS four and PS five um, again seven years. So, I think that would be like the earliest we'd get one, but I I, I think it'll, it'll be extended even longer than that. And even then, I think we'll still see what we saw to uh, this generation. We have a sort of transition between this generation and the next. I mean, we don't know.
1: Too many of the exclusive or Sony first party exclusives that are
2: coming sort of next year and onwards, necessarily. Um, I think like we have I, that the... Naughty Dog multiplayer. I know Sony are working a bunch of multiplayer games. Um, yeah. I mean, they've, they've they got those in development. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah, yeah, when they're coming out, we don't know yet.
1: Yeah, and I don't feel like they've announced that much officially or revealed that much um so i I suspect that a lot of those will be coming to ps5 only obviously next year they've got psvr as well which Mm. is also ps5 only so that's going to be their big push um i feel like we're kind of at the end now with god of war i I, I feel like that's the swan song for the ps4 um but i think that they won't stop supporting that until they know they can sell enough PS5s, because they will stop that to make people buy the new one. And if there aren't enough new ones, they're not going to sell them. So I think until they've got the production sorted, they won't want to stop that support.
3: I still think, though, that the Last of Us game will still come to PS4 as well, because it's, in theory, meant to be tied with The Last of Us Part Two, which was a PS4 release. I think that a
1: part that is one be a... was PS5 only, right? Which one?
3: Part one, the, the when part they one like, that was this year. Well,
1: that
2: was the, remake.
3: the third release. The
2: remake was PS5, of the remaster may... of the original.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that that is a transition towards PS5 only for the
2: series. Mm. Yeah, in terms of Sony first parties, I, I you know, Sony want to show off the like, the graphics and the specs and the wonderful future of the PS5. I do think that's their aim. It's just because because availability issues, they've been sort of forced to tread lightly on transitioning completely to PlayStation mm. Five only titles. See, we'll I'm with you,
3: Ishrak, on, like, I was quite surprised when I saw that date yesterday in the documentation, because I, I don't know if it's just because the last two years have been slightly, um, I, I, I don't know, time has lost all meaning for me since 2020, <laughs> yeah, and so sure. I don't know if, like, it just feels, but I still feel like, even though the PS5 has been happening for two years, or two years exactly, it still feels like quite a new console, and I still feel that that, it's still not really found, like, it's place in the market fully, and so I feel it should be longer as a cost mm. generation.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. I think that there's a lot of stuff that they're going to need to weigh yeah. up and we're still years away from knowing exactly You know, what, what is the cost of living going to be? What is the cost of manufacturing going to be? What is the price and availability of semiconductors going to be uh, mm-hmm. as we get closer towards 27, 28? But uh, on, on the Last of Us game, I think that that is going to be a really interesting almost bellwether release uh, on which consoles that is going to launch for because Victoria you're right as you say that project originally started as part of The Last of Us Part 2 um, as a multiplayer mode in that That they expanded out so you're thinking okay right well it's going to be a PS4 game as well then I would expect but when, it, when you're looking at launching live services it's very difficult to launch a live service on a console and at the next console and then at some point say mm, we've taken this as far as we can go and we're going to stop updating it GTA 5, you saw that you know they, they carried on supporting PS3 for like five years and then after that said nope like it's got too big to uh, we want to do more with it um, and uh, I, I I would just think if they if they're gonna release the Last of Us game on PlayStation Four they will only do that if they know that they can support it for several years and I don't know if they want to do that i i think that they may want to do more with it make you know use the ps5's memory capacity to make it a much bigger open world um do stuff that last and console hardware can't handle and not have an awkward moment where they're like oh thanks for playing for a year and paying into this service ps4 owners but actually we want to do stuff now that the ps4 can't handle so see ya well I was thinking, in comparison to Microsoft and Xbox first parties, and of course they
2: don't really have any online multiplayer games on in the lineup. I think Redfall does that count? I don't know. I don't think it's to the same scale. Um, but of course, all the Bethesda titles coming out next year, Starfield is the big one that will be Xbox Series only. Um, mm. So if Microsoft does have first party titles that like really show off the like power of the you know the, this current generation consoles, it will be hard for Sony to keep releasing gen games that just are sort of held back by the PlayStation 4.
3: Mm.
0: And a lot of those live service games, which they are now focusing on or adding to their focus, uh, I think are going to have the same issue. Um, like they've said, they want to do 10 live service launches over the next few years. And, and I just think that is a moment where they move people over to PS5. Um, yeah. Destiny, Destiny 2, which is now a PlayStation launch, uh, is an interesting one because they have put an end date on when it will stop getting expansions. We've got the penultimate one coming out just after Christmas and then the very final Destiny two expansion, um, like eight years after that game it came out, is gonna come in early twenty three. And I would imagine they would keep the PS four supported up until that, just because you wouldn't go PS five only for the last expansion to an eight year old game. Yeah. Um yeah. so I think yeah, the next twelve months we're gonna see we're gonna see that peter out finally which means ps5 support through 2030 god it sounds like the future are we even going to be here in 25 <laughs> i mean you also brought up
1: some of the sort of environmental concerns as well you know i think people are becoming more conscious of that of you know the use of plastics and the amount of of technological waste that there is with a new generation and all that sort of stuff and also the power has become as we're seeing with the crossover now the power is becoming less of a difference between console generations so is there going to be that much of a jump between five and six that it becomes worth the environmental cost and the cost of buying it however much that's going to be which will be ridiculous um is it is it really necessary or actually can we just continue playing ps5 and xbox series for quite some time and be perfectly happy with that
2: Yeah, I think there's an important point in that. I think both for Sony and Microsoft, I think they'd want to see a technological advancement that's significant enough where you can like show something to be like, yeah, these games are so much better. Um, I don't think they were there yet. At some point, both companies will have to decide like, okay, this is where we are, because obviously console development takes a long time. So they have to like pick a certain year of technology and then go with that. Um, So I think they might want to, you know squeeze out as much life from the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox series consoles as long as possible.
1: This is why I think maybe the next console generation won't be as much about graphical power and might be about something else. And it might be something, you know, everyone talked about streaming as the future. Maybe they want to wait till a point where the infrastructure of the internet across the world is better and streaming is more viable. And then the PS6 actually just becomes the Sony streaming box. And it becomes PS one to five combined in PS Plus streaming. That <laughs> you can play everything you want in one place. I mean, that's just my personal dream. But like, that would, would require, they go for something
0: like that? That would require Sony to have a good subscription model as part of that thing.
1: Well, there's
3: time yet,
2: Tom. That's what yeah, we're maybe by 2027. 2027.
3: 2027. Exactly. Yeah, that'll be when they sort it out. <laughs>
2: I mean, I still remember the PlayStation Four and Xbox One generation. People thought this was going to be the last console. This is it, guys. We're going to have streaming, and it didn't happen. I think time and time again, people think, yeah, this is going to be the last console, that's it, guys. And it just never happens.
0: The thing is, these consoles need to sell globally, and uh, globally, the quality of internet is in vastly different places. You know, I I can sit here in in my flat and basically stream an Xbox game through the cloud, and it's okay. It looks a bit like a JPEG (laughs) artifact-y version of the game, but I, I can... You know, I, I can play five minutes of Pepper Pig to uh, unlock an achievement to tick off a challenge on my thing. Um, but I would never choose that. And well, I, it... Phil Spencer said streaming should be an option rather than the required only thing at the moment. Mm. Well, just to I... say gl- globally aside,
2: even in this country, even in Britain, like internet infrastructure isn't there. It's just like. In in much of the country, you, you just don't have the speeds to do streaming. And of course, with competitive shooters and those sort of games, you can't really stream them, no matter how good the internet gets. Those sort of things, you are going to have to like run locally on your own machine.
3: Mm. I've streamed a few things, but I use streaming more as like, a little taster to see if I actually want to bother installing
0: it. So... Yeah, that's a great way to use streaming.
3: Yeah, um, that's the only time I ever really opt to use anything like that.
0: That is why it makes so much sense to have streaming packaged in with Game Pass because, you know, Game Pass is the ultimate, mm, do I want to play that? I'll give it five minutes. I'm not going to pay anything for it. <laughs> it's in the subscription. And then you add the fact that you can just hit a button and within 30 seconds, you've loaded it up through cloud streaming.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, I don't want to be called an Xbox fan, but so. <laughs> uh, we should move on. But you know, on that topic, another one of these things that came up from the CMA documents this week was um, an astonishing claim by Microsoft that basically said many PlayStation exclusives were better than their own. Um, I mean. You can't
3: really argue with them on that, though, can you?
2: They're right. They're right.
0: They are right. <laughs> but of course, there's a reason
2: why they're. I don't want to say spin, but there's a reason why they portrayed it in that in that lens. Yeah, this is this is this is a document that's arguing to allow this acquisition to go through. They're gonna to want to portray themselves as the underdog that has terrible games, even if it is true.
1: Yeah, their their whole argument essentially is that um, PlayStation and Sony are the dominant platform um, above even Nintendo, and that Xbox is in third place they're the underdogs um look how big and powerful sony are look how incredible their games are aren't they amazing we want to be able to compete with that and we can't at the moment because we're a bit crap um which is just hilarious that that is what's coming out of these documents it's kind of that's not necessarily the perception that we all have of them but it's just really amusing that they're having to downplay themselves in order to make themselves more powerful
2: Well, it's just astonishing that they'd never say this sort of thing publicly in like, well, anywhere really. (laughs) And
1: yet, here we are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sony is double the size of Microsoft's game publishing business. Their exclusives, like God of War, are iconic. Uh, They are iconic, aren't they? (laughs) They have more exclusives, many of which are better quality. And uh, they rank among the best selling games in, in Europe and worldwide. Yeah,
1: I mean they also talk about um, third-party publishers that Sony's entered into agreements with, the exclusion of Xbox as a platform. So they're talking about you know Final Fantasy VII, sixteen, Bloodborne, the Silent Hill two remake. You know they're kind of saying that look, it's not even just first-party Sony games; it's that they are doing exclusives with third with. It's not just first-party; they're doing exclusives with third-party that Xbox is still not able to get into. so th- there's that side of it as well. They're also really bigging up Nintendo, um, <laughs> like they're they're really trying to push themselves as third place. And I think yeah. what, what the sort of general perception, at least mine and maybe for others, is that it's kind of Sony and Microsoft over here doing one thing, and then Nintendo's just doing their other yeah. thing on the Switch over here. I always count um, as
3: Nintendo as a third, like a sort of other entity. It's always yeah, Sony Microsoft. But I guess in terms Nintendo. of
1: in terms of sort of money and publishing and and the clout of games then yeah i guess xbox is in third place but they're really also pushing that, you know nintendo have really iconic games really important um first party games and also that nintendo offers a broader range of mature content than xbox <laughs> and then they just showed up a picture of bayonetta which
2: sure <laughs> that um, was that was that was an amazing <laughs> screenshot i was like <laughs> Just out of nowhere, <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, they're they're really trying to push that.
2: Um, uh,
1: you know, that Nintendo are are great, and I liked this quote as well about Nintendo's innovation, because I think to the point I just mentioned, they kind of talk about Nintendo. Being slightly different and using innovation with the Switch and the Wii and all that sort of stuff. Um, And there's a quote that says, Nintendo's use of innovation should not detract from the fact that it is still offering a console experience that competes with Xbox and Sony and has been able to successfully do so without Call of Duty being on its platform. So they're kind of saying, yes, Nintendo is doing its own thing, but they're still competing with, with the others as well, even with all their mature, exclusive first party games. I mean, like Mario.
2: I think it is a compelling argument. I mean, Sony does have a lot of first parties that Microsoft doesn't, and they do kind of have to buy shooters I just, I don't think buying Activision Blizzard is going to change that, um, which I guess is the argument Microsoft is making. But I guess it, I can see from the point of view that of, of a casual gamer, a sort of gamer that buys one or two games a, a year, and, and they tend to be FIFA and they tend to be Call of Duty, and so if if Sony loses out one of those, you know, maybe there is an incentive to go Xbox.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's interesting looking at like the most played games on uh, Xbox right now, and they aren't the big exclusives. They are uh, Warzone and Fortnite and Roblox and mm. uh, Minecraft, which obviously is a Microsoft game, but you can play it on... You know, Basically any...
2: anywhere.
0: Um, does it need big exclusives? It's had a very poor year. <laughs> That's <laughs> an understatement. Being the only exclusive full release from microsoft this year and that's only because they now own obsidian
3: mm, i mean would like, like ed's already pointed out or ishrak one of you you know next year PlayStation's slate does look slightly barer than what we have i mean obviously this year has been pretty good for sony in the sense that we've had like what horizon god of war etc part, yeah. uh, part one of the last of us whereas next year xbox does have um i keep saying greedful Redfall, Redfall. the for Red, one. Redfall. 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 Yes. Gre- Greedfall something else, sorry. Uh, and then there is obviously going to be um, Starfield and things. So, um, do they need exclusives?
2: Well, I'd li- I like to remind everyone, you know, those those titles are pathetic and they had to acquire those titles. They were already in development. It's not like any well. new IPs have come from Microsoft since.
0: Um, Grounded? Oh no, that was Obsidian as well. That was Obsidian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, <laughs> was Pentiment.
3: Yeah. I mean, I guess
1: if this does go through, then that point of differentiation becomes that Xbox is the third party machine and Sony is the first party machine, which effectively turns Sony into a very Nintendo-y kind of vibe. Um, I guess you could argue that, you know, if FIFA, for instance, is a third party game, you can get that anywhere. It's the first party games that are the big tentpole releases that everybody looks forward to and makes, you know, that's your unique selling point. That's what makes your platform unique. And that is a reason to buy that platform over something else. And if Xbox doesn't have that, then it becomes the pace of, okay, well, you buy an Xbox because your friends are there playing FIFA as opposed to I want to play this amazing new unique game you can't play anywhere
0: else. Well, I FIFA's cross-play now, so it doesn't you, really matter. Well, there you go then. <laughs> I think you buy an Xbox for Game Pass, because I Game Pass is the best subscription service. That's yeah. the point I was going to make.
2: Well, here's the thing, right? Currently, the selling point for Xbox is Game Pass, which is is a much more mature service than PlayStation Plus. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, eventually, you'd hope Sony does work on PlayStation Plus. And if that isn't a point of differentiation anymore, then... Microsoft does need for first-party titles. Otherwise, what is the point of buying an Xbox?
0: Well, the really big benefit of Game Pass, which obviously Sony will never be able to get with um, Call of Duty anyway, is the fact that games go into it day one free. Well, as part of your subscription. Yeah. Um, and
2: I mean, Sony could do that with their first parties; they just don't
0: want to. They could, they won't, and they can't <laughs> if they can't with Call of Duty if Microsoft buys yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, That is the thing I think that they're really concerned about, that yes, Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation. And to the earlier point, which we didn't get around to, um, Sony saying they expect to lose Call of Duty by 2027. That is something that Microsoft have discounted twice in the last few weeks. Well, didn't Um, Otter's
3: face already say PlayStation 7, like... He did, um, yeah. Phil, Phil yeah, Spencer. Phil Spencer, that's it. Yeah. What's Never mind Sony
0: announcing PlayStation Six. Phil Spencer's already announced PlayStation Seven. By yeah. 7. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's important to remember those documents that CMA publish
2: are a bit old now. I think they're from October, and yes. a lot, a lot of this ha- has happened since then. And,
0: yeah, know. and I got, I get the feeling now, looking back um, with hindsight you're seeing phil spencer's comments in the last few weeks i reckon he's made these comments knowing full well what was in those documents before they were released mm, publicly he said for sure cod will be on sony platforms as long as there's a playstation out there to ship to and then more recently um this month he said uh, he would not pull the pl- pull the rug from underneath <laughs> playstation 7's legs with call of duty access in which the headlines came PS
2: PlayStation 7 concerned. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> By Phil Spencer of Xbox. Sony were delighted that <laughs> Xbox had announced the next the next, next PlayStation. Yeah, um, yeah I, I can't remember my point now, but I, I, it was basically that um, Call of Duty going on to Xbox Game Pass is just something that Sony really, really, really does not want to happen because, uh, as, as you were saying, you know, it makes the Xbox this all uh all star third party console. And yes, Sony will still have its first party games, but it knows that those uh while big only come around every so often and day in, day out, not only are people mostly playing those games that you can play anywhere that are free to play, Overwatch, yeah. another good example. Um Warzone, Fortnite, Roblox. But um They'll go somewhere with the best subscription service. And if Call of Duty is included in that, all the better.
3: Do you think, given all these comments that have come out with Microsoft basically trying to sell themselves as an underdog, but basically being quite unkind to their own studios, do you think this is going to have an impact on those working on these games? Like, do you think suddenly we're going to see a real up, like, upsurge in Xbox quality because people are going to be like, hang on, no, we can do this? Or do you think they're going to be like, well, we're, we're rubbish anyway? What's the point?
2: I don't think those comments are an indictment on any current projects or the development teams. I think it's just an assessment of <laughs> Microsoft's past history with first-party titles.
0: Hmm. I'm not sure how I would feel with all of this going on in the background. I think it, it's un, it's unneeded un noise, and the sooner it gets wrapped up, the better for them. I mean, I enjoy it. I want it to... Carry on airing its dirty laundry. For <laughs> Brilliant. I can't <laughs> well, here's
2: believe
3: how like drawn out this has actually become. This has been going I, I, on my whole time that I've been at Eurogamer. This is like <laughs> this I know. Just...
2: <laughs> well, I was going to ask. Did, I think both Microsoft and Activision did have an internal deadline. They expect this to like finish up by middle of next year. I think right by, yeah, by the end of, of
1: the fis-
2: Isn't the end fiscal of their year. fiscal year?
0: So that so March. Be March, Yeah.
2: Do we think they're going to meet that deadline now? I don't think they will.
0: I don't think they will. So it was the um, the CMA and other uh, uh, authorities which ruled by the end of March, and then they were expecting a mid-2023 ending. But the news today that the FTC might get involved uh, is a significant development if that does occur. And that would be a years-long
2: process. Like, if that goes to court, <laughs> it, would be, it would take forever to get through the, the courts. So... Yeah, it definitely won't happen by March 2023. Maybe oh, yeah, um, riddle me this.
0: 2027.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just for the next console generation, we'll get it all tied up, and then we can have like a really amazing launch for whatever Xbox Tokyo Drift they release.
2: It'd be really funny if then God just dies. <laughs> it just doesn't matter anymore.
3: But then this isn't the thing. So I, I I know I've said this so many times. I still think King is the big thing, and they did mention King a little bit in uh, the documentation elsewhere. And, like, and
1: the opening of it was literally like going on about mobile gaming and how exactly. big it
2: was, and that we have nothing in mobile. This is what we want to buy.
3: And, so and in think... that
2: interview that Phil Spencer gave, he also like said mobile gaming is what we're doing. This, mm. so yeah.
3: So, but do you think there would ever be an option where they say like, right, okay, we're going to sort of drop trying to purchase the Activision Blizzard part. We just want to keep King. Do you think that's something they would ever consider doing further down the line?
2: I I think the problem is I don't think Activision Blizzard King would want to break apart the company and sell it in, in portions. I think given that King is the most profitable part of the company, to just sell that that component of the company is not something they want to do.
0: I agree with Ishrac. I think Microsoft mm. would love to just buy King uh, if the Call of Duty issue remains and looks like it is the thing that is solely holding all of this up. Because Sony doesn't care about King. Like, it's not interested in the mobile space. Uh, yet. Maybe it will be when it launches some of these live service games and he wants to put them on there but uh, it's it's not interested in King. Sony does not want to own King. Is not worried about people playing King games and money going to Microsoft. It, it's just worried about Call of Duty. So if that remains the sticking point then I think Microsoft would love to. But yeah, I agree. Activision what's the incentive for them to lose their big money spinner? Uh, okay. I know like Warzone has come out and done gangbusters and Activision is very happy but putting that aside um they they've not they've had a shaky few years you know with a lot of issues there and uh like the blizzard side of the business really needs a hit still i watched two is doing all right i think but you know they could be doing more i think maybe sony knows all of that as
1: well and that's why they're really hammering home the call of duty point because they're forcing xbox to argue on something that they're Actually, maybe not as interested in like Call of Duty comes with the package, but it's not what they're really interested in. And maybe Sony are just like, well, We're we gonna really make you argue that point. We're gonna
2: make you work for this. Well, you, you can see that in the documents that Sony's 22 pages were almost exclusively in COD, whereas, yeah, Microsoft's 200 plus pages, you know, basically addressed <laughs> almost every complaint the CMA had. Mm.
0: Sony isn't worried about Battlefield, is it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Because the last thing I wanted to talk about which is just this very funny, another sort of revealing thing that you think, oh, well, they would never say that in public in, in, in any normal circumstance, but uh, Sony is just like, yeah, you know, uh, Call of Duty is so important to us because it is unrivaled, there's nothing else like it, including Battlefield, which is poor. <laughs> and you're like...
3: Do you think they really need this name and shame? Like, I I know we all know that it is, but... <sighs>
1: I think for the case of lawyers, it's like ha- we need to be specific. Mm. Yeah,
0: they do.
3: What's it best release on? Uh, I never
0: played everything. It, so. like, everything but Switch. Everything but Switch. Mm. Yeah, PS4 okay, okay. and five Xbox One and XS, PC. It's it is the biggest rival to COD. I think we would all agree that you know it's a second place, but it's a very distant second place from twenty forty two. Has not been well received. <laughs> I, we did the story the other day with um audience or player numbers for twenty forty two being a fraction of it's it battlefield five. That would be the last one, yeah. Yeah, people don't like it, and they don't have an annual release schedule. No, I don't know what they do next with that franchise. I just give it to. Uh,
3: I, I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've given it, basically, control now has been handed to um, Vince Sampala. Respawn, yeah. um, To try and put some Apex Legends juice into it. I don't know.
3: That's such a horrible way of phrasing that.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a horrible energy drink that we should be shitting. And thanks to our sponsors, Apex Legends juice. (laughs) Wow. Crikey. <laughs> but yeah, Call of Duty doesn't have any rival and uh it was funny to see them say that. I don't know how EA feels today if you're sat at DICE building the next battlefield.
2: Yeah. It really is developers that get like hurt the most from all this. Just like absolutely crapping on their projects. Yeah.
0: You realise that they're the pawns in all of this. Mm. Mm.
3: I still can't believe how much of a sort of Playground flinging match, this has actually all become. Mm. So, yes. I'm just,
0: I'm just imagining Microsoft and Sony as these sort of two warring titans and all the developers underneath just waiting, <laughs> just waiting to see who will step stepped on next <laughs> in the court documents. <laughs> um, For
1: some reason, I thought of Xenoblade with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the I was pitching the gods titans. of Olympus.
0: Like... Jesus There's that scene in the first Hobbit film where like they're trying to creep along the uh, cliff face and there's ice monsters just punching each other in the background. Oh yeah. I blocked that film from my memory, so I <laughs> don't remember
1: that.
3: It's not a thunderstorm, it's a thunder battle. That one.
1: Oh god. That was it. Don't it look at me so like that. Bad. <laughs> so
3: bad. That's what they say. That's the quote.
1: I do not remember that.
3: I even did a really gruff dwarf voice for you I'm there.
1: sure it was a great impression, but <laughs> it rings no bells to me.
3: You have keen eyes, Master Dragons.
0: I'll stop now. Well, on that note... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see where all of this leads. Uh, I'm sure this won't be the last newscast that we do on the Microsoft Sony. Uh, Call of Duty, Love Triangle, Hate Triangle... Um, but join us next time, uh, and I'm sure Before there'll we be go, more.
3: Can I just quickly ask? Yes. What's mm-hmm. happening with Bungie? Like, is that still going ahead? Like, I've just had like that's been crickets for so long now.
0: Bungie's done. Bungie's part of Sony. It's
3: all done now. Mm. Oh, I totally missed that.
0: Yeah, that all, is all well that done. Well Very good at your job.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a lot uh, less dramatic. It does
1: seem to have been very yeah. It was a
0: lot less dramatic. <laughs> but it was a lot quicker. It's kind Bungie of silly, was a very small change. Yeah, I mean, what was that like? Three million or something?
3: It was more than that, wasn't it?
2: It was like 30 million, but it's still very tiny compared to oh, yeah. this deal. Uh,
0: I, I said million, I meant billion. Um, so the actual yeah. price was <laughs> 3.6 billion for Bungie. Um. So just, you know, 63 billion less than Microsoft <laughs> wants to pay for Activision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. If you've made it this far, it's much appreciated. Um, we'll be back, as always, next week with more news. Uh, Ed, where can people find you on Twitter uh, in the interim? Uh, you can find me at Ed underscore Or also, Ed one word, on Hive. Oh. Ah, oh, we can do Twitter replacement services as well. <laughs> I like that,
3: that got a little wink as well. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Victoria, where can people find you for more dwarf impressions?
3: Oh, well. <laughs> uh, just a little shop gal. There's a whole myriad of <laughs> odd content on there <laughs> across various social media feeds.
0: Uh, and Ishraq, where can people find you and Apex Legends Gamer Juice? <laughs> you
2: can find me on Twitter at ishrxq, or much more easy to remember, you can find me at S on Hive.
0: Ah, i'm not on hive i'm on tom phillips eg on twitter for as long as twitter lives um
3: i'm on instagram <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right this isn't this isn't like a contact speed
2: hit it me up i'm also on linkedin
0: we've ever had. <laughs> i'm on facebook but i'm not gonna tell you all right uh thanks everyone we'll see you next time bye for now <laughs> <All> <laughs>